0: Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com.
1: Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Trusted by generations
2: of farmers. Dairy Gold Quality Feeds. Putting your animal nutrition
0: needs first.
2: Welcome to our program. I'm John O'Connor. Coming up, IFA Cork Mart's Livestock Seminar, organised for Skimberine Mart on this coming Monday. Corny Buckley, IFA West Cork Chairman, has details. New foolproof system enables stolen property to be identified when recovered by the Gardasher corner. That's information from Mr Seamus Sherlock, ICSA Rural Development Committee Chairman. A number of important farm walks and information meetings are planned for the near future plus results from the All-Ireland Ploughing. Our top story, next Monday's IFA Corkmart Livestock Seminar being held at Skibbereen Mart. Joining us on the farm programme, Mr Corny Buckley, IFA West Cork Chairman. Corney, welcome to the programme. Now, a very important event has been organised for early next week. Would you please remind our listeners what this big event is, who's organising it, and indeed some of the speakers and very important topics which will all be up for discussion.
3: Good morning, John. Yes, we have a very important livestock seminar in and- Green Mart on um, in Monday night, uh, September the twenty fourth at eight pm sharp. And seminar is in relation to improving the profitability in the cattle and beef sector. We have uh, four speakers: Ken Duklo from Tagus Beef Specialist, Sean Coughlin, Chief Executive of ICBF Joe Borth, Beef and Livestock Manager of Board B, and Angus Woods, IFA, and National Livestock Chairman. Karen will start the meeting and she will talk about the present difficulties we have in the father situation out there. And um, I think there will be a lot of interest in that. Uh, I mean, father has been uh, the topic of conversation for a while and uh, uh, Karen will be dealing with that and, and getting people to um, how to cope and manage uh, going forward over the, the winter months. That will be followed by Sean Coughlin, our chief executive of ICBF, Sean will be covering all the um, data being collected through the BDGP programme and how farmers need to use this information to their advantage. He will also be uh, demonstrating there will be a number of um, live and cattle demonstration in the ring to assist with the discussion on the breeding and to produce the right type of animal for the market. Followed by Joe Burke, Beef and Livestock Manager at Board B, Uh, Joe will be uh, explaining about the um, right type of animal, the marketing of it, um, what's wanted out there uh, as Board B would be uh, selling our our product. Joe is the the expert on that and he will be covering that. Then we'll have our own Angus Woods, our IFA National Livestock Chairman. He will be um, covering all IFA policy uh, in relation to... um, Um, CAP and ANC uh, as well as exports and things like that so he he will be uh, uh, our speaker there. So look this is a very important meeting Um, the four speakers um, will cover all aspects of the livestock and uh, we expect uh, to have a good discussion on uh, the whole uh, suckling cow uh, weanling come uh, store cattle.
2: There has been virtually no acknowledgement uh, from the European Union, certainly, or from our Minister, that the IFA call, or demand, if you like, for a €200 Euro suckler cow premium do you think that's still very much something to be argued for, to be campaigned for the €200 Euro suckler cow campaign, Remember this SOS Save Our Sucklers campaign?
3: I think that's one of the main um, points of the meeting. From uh, This is something they have been going on for a couple of years at this stage. Suckler farmers need uh, support out there, and um, the only way they can survive at the moment is to get uh, an increase in payment. Whatever way it comes, uh, it would be welcome. But farmers, uh, suckling people, won't stay in business unless they can get some um, sizable contribution from the state or from the EU, whatever way it works. But they'll have to in order to stay in business. And I think we, is top of IFA's agenda at the moment to try and secure that um, amount of money. So I think uh, there's a lot of work going on behind the scenes for certainly uh, that to happen and happen fast.
2: Karen Jucolo again, I think Karen Jucolo will be taking particular interest in how to manage your fodder and, of course, managing feed supplies. That has to be the key goal of uh, people at this point in time who are livestock um, people, livestock enterprises.
3: Yes, that's what Karen uh, will be covering. She will be covering how to uh, to deal with the the deficit that's out there, uh, how to uh, make do with what you have, what you need, to try and uh, you know hold all your animals and uh, try and keep them over the winter, and what what feed is required, the best options out there and ways of looking at, uh, you know, uh, getting around the deficit that's there at the moment.
2: You've issued invitations uh, to the local cooperatives, to merchants, to the financial institutions, and all involved in the agri scene to come along and uh, address the meeting, or at least come along and be available for questioning at the IFA Cork Mart's livestock seminar, planned for Skibbereen Mart, on Monday 24th of September, starting 8pm. So you've invited along all the institutions and companies who derive income and possibly their entire financial existence from the farmer and specifically here, the livestock farmer.
3: Yes indeed John, that's in conjunction with the meeting. There will be a number of uh, trade stands, uh, there will be the banks, the credit union, our local co-ops, and our local co-ops down here, and um, or Tagus um, people will have people on the ground. So everybody will be covering all aspects of of livestock outside of the meeting. So people will have an opportunity of talking individually to these people. And the advice there would be to people come early and meet these before the meeting. They can meet them again after the meeting, but I, I would in, uh, emphasize that the meeting will be starting at 8 p.m. sharp. So for the, that to happen, I need people to be there on time But if they want to meet those people, they need to be there to have a chat with them and they can do that before the meeting just as well.
2: ICBF um, Chief Executive, Mr. Sean Cochran. ICBF uh, Chief Executive, he'll be there. And of course, I would imagine there are many people with questions uh, regarding the whole um, BDGP, the star system. So I think this is a wonderful opportunity for people to come along and look at the stands and uh, listen to the speakers. They can address questions to people like uh, Sean Cochran, ICBF, and to all of the big speakers who will be there?
3: Yeah, there will be an opportunity, John, to um, ask questions. And as you say, Sean Cochran will be covering um, BDGP, which is uh, important in in suckling uh, farming. So for that reason, they have an opportunity of speaking to them and covering any questions or information they want on it so... For that reason, uh, I think we're very lucky to have uh, Mende like Sean Carkin uh, coming to Scabreen on Monday night. It's our, an important livestock seminar. is in conjunction with Cork Mart, which we appreciate having, and uh, it's been held in Scabreen Mart Monday night at 8 p.m. sharp, and we will be starting on time because we have uh, four speakers, and we'll ask everybody that's in, that's in the business. To be there, and uh, I think there will be a cup of tea afterwards. They'll have a chance of talking to the individual people or uh, people in the trade and So, for that reason, we want to make it, um, you know, uh, everybody is welcome. I don't, know, whatever business they're in or whatever enterprise they have, I think they will pick up something from that uh, meeting.
2: Thank you very much indeed, Corny. Mr. Corny Berkeley, IFA West Cork Chairman. Thanks a million, Corny. Thank you, John. Mr. Seamus Sherlock. ICSA, Irish Cattle and Sheep Farmers Association, National Rural Development Committee chairman, has words of advice for people who are the subject of robberies in rural areas. He made comments at the ploughing recently, which were widely reported. Seamus Sherlock now joins us on the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme for part of a long interview he gave to the programme.
1: Yes, John, and I was very grateful to be asked to go to the plowing, you know, to the to the plowing match in Tullamore and to speak. And my attitude is quite simple and the attitude of ICSA is that people, vulnerable people living alone should never consider tackling intruders. And we would be urging that people, maybe vulnerable people or people living alone, would have their neighbours' numbers, maybe one or two of their closest neighbours' numbers on speed dial on their phone. So God forbid if they wake up in the middle of the night and there's intruders in the farmyard or there's people trying to break in, that as well as ringing the Gardaí, that they might ring a couple of neighbours who would come because we always believed our safety in numbers. And I know, John, I know the rural people of Ireland would have no problem jumping out of bed to go help a neighbour, even if there was a cow calving or sheep lambing. People do it all the time. And I, and I know the farming community would have absolutely no problem or the local community in helping any person that might feel vulnerable or living alone or fi- or living isolated because you know we're heading back into the winter john it's going to be darker evenings it's getting dark as it is even in the evening and the last thing we need is people that worked hard in rural ireland facing into another winter where they live in fear i mean icsa has always stood and support the a 100 percent. the cardi are doing trojan work but unfortunately the guardian numbers on the ground are small and they're being pulled left right and in every way and there is people, as you well know, and listeners of your show, will be living in maybe 20, 30, 40 minutes away from a Garda station. And it's a long time to be waiting for a Garda if you feel somebody's breaking in. So we would be encouraging people to stand with their neighbours and farm community alerts on that, so that, God forbid, if somebody is being attacked or whatever, that the neighbours would come, not to apprehend the criminals, but, you know, the criminals usually prey on the vulnerable, and if they see neighbours come and they'll jump into a car and drive away.
2: Are there any actions can you make, any preparations which would, uh, you know, persuade criminals that it's not really a good mark, your farm or your house is not a good mark? Would you recommend things like a well-lit yard or a CCTV? well-lit yard, John, good luck.
1: CCTV, if you can afford it. I know it's very expensive, but, you know, if you could afford it. But I think a big thing is going to be the community. And I think I'm always encouraging elderly people and vulnerable people to make sure and have the numbers of their nearest two or three neighbours on speed dial, not to be trying to look for a number when you're very distraught, maybe at four o'clock in the morning when someone is breaking in, to try dial a number. Have it on speed dial and get someone to show you how to use that speed dial on your phone so that, you know, you'll have have neighbours in your farmyard maybe in a couple of minutes. And as I said already, John, it's not to apprehend the culprits. It's to just, you know, to get him to go get out of the place. Because at the end of the day, we have to be very careful about people taking on these these villains. Um, you know, we don't want to see anyone getting hurt. We just want to make sure that the, the vulnerable people are minded and looked after.
2: We've often spoken about the gardie recovering vast amounts of stolen property, but it's not marked and people can't claim it. The owners yes, can't John, claim it. I suppose um,
1: we're very fortunate in ICSA. We've aligned with a company in Ireland called Caesar. And basically what that company does, um, it, it it injects small amounts of a DNA type substance into your machine, let it be your tractor, into the into various parts of the tractor. And the Guardian now I believe have scanners that can pick this up so that, you know, it's impossible for the criminals to find where it's put. It's so minute. It's like it's it's put in with a syringe into the seat of the tractor or into the wiring loom or wherever. And the Gardaí can now, I believe, scan these machines. And, you know, if, if it's stolen, they, the, the, the legitimate owner will come up on a database. And, you know, ICSA are very proud to be part of that company. They're based in Terry. It's called Caesar. It's recognized all over Europe. And um, we were very happy to have this company on board with us. I think it's, a, you know, it's not an expensive, it's not an expensive exercise to do. And, you know, there is a lot of Jeeps, trailers, tractors, welders, chainsaws, that kind of stuff. Is has been stolen by, by opportunists who are going around with nothing better to do. And, you know, anything that can help, we believe, is a good thing. So, you know, any member of ICSA or if people want to contact the ICSA office,
2: they will be put in contact with this. Fantastic development, Seamus. The Caesar company, Google ICSA, and details are available there on the ICSA page. Mr. Seamus Sherlock, the ICSA Rural Development Committee Chairman. Thank you very much, Seamus. Joining us on the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme, Mr Dave Mulcahy, Secretary of Cork East Ploughing Association and Director of the Board of NPA, the National Ploughing Association. Dave, welcome to the programme. Well, we're talking now on Friday evening at the end of the extended NPA Ploughing Championships 2018, a memorable NPA National Ploughing Championships 2018.
4: That's true, John. I suppose, like, as, as we spoke last uh, Saturday morning from the, the offices of the NPA, um, we were very upbuilt, and you know everything was looking promising, and uh, weather forecast wasn't too bad at the time. And, you know, um, I suppose there was a very much upbeat, very relaxed atmosphere there. The Friday evening was very busy in Tullamore, it was extremely busy, as Led said on uh, Saturday evening. Uh, Friday is now the new Monday that we would have known down through, back through the new years of the big queues trying to get machinery in at the last hour. But that has been all changed in the last number of years. And machi- all the big heavy machinery must be on for the evening, which gives people a chance to get uh, prepared. But um, Saturday, was a lot of work done, a lot of early up and stuff done Saturday. And conclusion conclusion uh, small, but maybe going on Sunday. Not a whole lot happened there on the Sunday. On the Monday then. All the stands would have been finishing after their, their stands and getting things pre- prepared for uh, Tuesday morning. And, of course, as we said the other night on the radio, uh, Wednesday evening, um, on Tuesday, we had President Michael Higgins and uh, he opened the proceedings after Ben's stand and we went out and met some of the competitors and uh, everything was going good, I suppose, until um, Wednesday morning, till the, the storm arrived. Uh, the we had been told by Meth that the storm would have been uh, rebating by 10 pm, 10 Thursday. They were going to open the arena to exhibitors and 11 o'clock to the general public, but uh, it didn't happen. Um, that The storm just got seemed to get worse as the day went on, and as, uh, at 1 o'clock we had to abandon uh, having the championships. But of course, the competition plowing uh, took a part as per usual. Um it was a beautiful day there. It was a lovely sunny day. It was windy, you'd have to have a jacket just to wear as a windbreaker. But other than that it was a beautiful day and a fantastic stand of the walk. And um on uh, yesterday then Thursday we had um they had uh, the site fully rebuilt so what the whatever, the damage was done on the Wednesday evening had been repaired and uh, whatever tins had come down had been re erected and everything was full gold yesterday morning. And um, so did the, the rest of the competitions. We would have had the, the test match for the reversible and the conventional flow for the World Championships. There would have been the 3 4 reversible standard, the single 4 vintage, the junior conventional, um the novice classes. They all took place yesterday. You had the special hearts. And again, as I gave results of the night, both East and West Cork done fantastic again yesterday. Um, I suppose suppose I a 1 2 for East and West in the Singapore vintage with Trevor Fleming and Gordon Jennings. So, congratulations to them, two lads Jeremiah Delaney, um, winner in the senior or the special half, sorry, and uh, fantastic result for Jor as well, who was also second on Tuesday in the 40 half. So, the cock flags flying high, uh, Corky Burrell, Jor, and uh, Kieran doing well again in the conventional and the reversible, and um. Liam O'Driscoll as well, done well in the, the um, reversible test And uh, what I forgot to mention the other night, and uh, I must say my congratulations to Rachel O'Driscoll who from West Cork, who was crowned uh, Queen of the Plough on Wednesday evening. So it was a fantastic result all in all for both uh, East and West Cork this week. Um, of course, then on today, we would had the exhibition area was opened, and... Um, We also had um, a few competitors that were going to the world, uh, would have done a plowing uh, exhibition and a demonstration. And there were a few horses were there. And we we were uh, very grateful today to have Leo Varadgar, our Taoiseach. He attended the plowing championships today. So it was a great boost now. There was a fantastic crowd today. I'd have to say a lot more than I probably was anticipated. And... um, the overall figure for the, this year is 240000 uh, which is a fantastic figure. I think it 61700 is the figure that was handed out for today. And I would have to say it would be a very accurate figure because uh, there was a good crowd around. And even when they were doing the demonstration plots and when uh, the T truck was out with us, there was a fantastic crowd out around the tractors, out around the park, to meet them, to greet them. And um, overall, it wasn't bad. Um, uh, Wednesday, know, there was a fair bit of concern. People didn't know what was going on. Um, I suppose um, hindsight is great, but we had to go with uh, what we were being told by the experts. Health and safety had kind of overruled everybody. And uh, with the health and safety and the GRD, it was the, just a no show. And But the competitions went on. Our competitors for the world ploughing in uh, in the USA for next year uh, would it be Eamon Tracy conventional again. Uh Eamon plowed I suppose you could say a handy plot on Wednesday wouldn't have been wouldn't have rocked the world but he showed his true world champion on Thursday when he went from twenty seven marks behind to beat Martin Cahill from Wexford by one single mark after two days. Um so Eamon is the uh, the competitor are going forward in conventional. And again, John Whelan of Wexford goes forward in the reversible. So they're going to Minnesota in USA next August. The competition, I think, is on the 3rd and 4th of September 2019 in Minnesota. So in fairness to the lads, they really showed their skill. World class, excellent standard. And again, today, the two lads doing the demonstration. They are excellent work again And with are, to me, Sleeve of on John Claffery, North Prairie, John Tracy of Carlo, and there were two horsemen uh, from Galway and from Roscommon. They um, done a horse display, and it was fantastic. They were very relaxing. They the let do a bit of blowing and uh, a great wind down. And you know, people were in great farm round up they made a few trades then they They were happy enough. They said it would have been maybe a little bit busier than, than what they anticipated. They didn't actually know what was going to happen. But uh, overall, a good, um, good show. We'd have to say very much uh, happy with it for something that could have been very much different. And um, of course, I suppose people are asking about next year and all that. There is no venue confirmed because at the moment we are actually looking at two different sites. So I'll show people are saying, "Oh, there's this site. They're going here. They're going there." But um, we're looking at two different sites. One in the east of the country and one in the south of the country. So, actually, not too many far away, we might have the national championships down south again. So, to no, no, all in all, not too bad. Uh, everyone got home safe. There was no injuries. There was no fatalities, which is number one, most important that no one got injured on the storm on Wednesday. So, all in all, a successful championships. And um, we'd like to thank. One or two again for dust and down through the year, and very obliging when we want to get something on a short notice or something. So God speed the plow and thank you very
2: much. And we would have to commiserate with all those people who I think were relatively calm, were very calm under the circumstances. People who turned up and found it had been cancelled, and for whatever reason, people were you know discommoded to some extent. But I think we have to commiserate with those people and um, thank them for their patience and uh, cooperation and the great work done by the Garda Chicana, uh, the Stewarts and the voluntary workers because they're a great example of the voluntary workers um, not giving up and uh, the event did in fact uh, have uh, three solid days of ploughing and exhibitions and in the commercial oh, sense, uh, an awful lot was... Um,
4: Rescued Both like last year the national blowing got hammered very much hardly on the Wednesday evening with flooding and with water, high water on the side. Uh this year it was the complete opposite. So we can control everything, we are or lots of things, should I say. We can plan for ABC but we cannot plan to for the weather. Um the weather is everything is it? for all the farmers and agriculture agricultural sector would know in this country it all evolves around the weather. Um, like, as I had said in the previous, it was a lovely sunny day above there on Wednesday, but unfortunately the wind was so bad that, um, it just co it was not safe to go in there. Uh, Health and Safety said no, they shut down the site. That was it. The ARD said no, that they would not, um, come in having traffic on. So they said, we have to cancel. I know it was unfortunate there were people there, um, but we had, we had acted on official um, official responsibilities, I suppose, from Angara Sheikana, who must commend, done an excellent job over the week, and uh, Health and Safety authorities so which we have to uh, abide by them. So all in all, thankfully, no fatalities, no injuries. Everyone got home after a good week's plowing, a fantastic uh, standard of plowing, on which wouldn't have been the easiest to grow to plow. Very, very dry, uh, little bit stony places, both extremely hard, extremely dry, stubble ground, extremely loose. Both who would have to commend all the competitors on the way they co-acted with all the stewards and supervisors and the quality of work that there was in the championships 2018.
2: Thank you very much indeed, Mr Dave Mulcahy, Secretary of Cork East Ploughing Association and Director of the Board of MPA, the National Ploughing Association. And thank you, Dave, for all those reports. We're speaking now Friday evening at the end of a long and tiring week. But I think uh, under the circumstances, despite the disasters, the climate related disaster that occurred, still a lot was salvaged and no one that we know was injured and certainly no fatalities. So Thank you, Dave, very much indeed. Thanks a million, Dave. Thank you, John. Joining us on the Dairy Gold uh, Farm Talk programme, Mr. Philip Cotter, PRO for the Cork East Ploughing Association. Philip, uh, welcome to the programme.
5: Thanks very much, John. Yeah, we didn't do any local match because it was all national uh, week for the national finals. So we all travelled up on Monday, and um, we, we got stuck in on Tuesday, which was the first day of the finals. And actually, we don't reasonably OK most days. But um, on the Tuesday, Jeremiah Delaney got second in the under-40 half class. Michael Lennon got sixth in the intermediate conventional. Paddy Harrington and Jamie O'Sullivan were in the 2 for reversible and gave a good count to themselves there. Jimmy Barris was in the three for us and he got fifth. King Johan in the under-28 got third place. Uh on Wednesday, J.J. Delaney got third place in the senior House. Dave Murphy got second place in the Makra. And Phelan Cotter was in the vintage two-four-mounters, and he done well there too. And on the same day, we had a, a new classic class being demo, demo demonstrated by um, one of our uh, vintage competitors. Now, this is a class that we've been asked in the vintage town to try and establish within the next two years and get it to our island level. So we had a classic demo on Wednesday, and basically John it was to show anybody interested the type and year of tractor and the type the year roughly of a plow that will qualify, and you know um, there there are uh, years some years newer and vintage so vintage um, they're trying to separate different classes. So that that's classic demo went on on Wednesday amongst the wind, but they were, you know, it was okay. We, we had no rain, so it, it worked okay. On Thursday, we had uh, first in the senior house was Jeremiah Delaney, and first in the single forer uh, was Trevor Fleming, and fourth in the junior was Billy Tarrant, and Michael Hennon also had done very well in the junior competition, and the two forer uh, novice, we had John Carney, and he got fifth in that, so... We, we didn't come to the top in all the competitions, John, but everybody done their best and we had reasonable success and we were happy and under the conditions as well. I think everybody did their best at least and we were, you know, we had good representation in all classes so we're proud of that. I, I came home last night, but there were competitions, are, there was no competitions there, but the stands were open today. But um, probably Dave will be on tour and he'll give you an overall of the four days so just before I sign off John our next Park East match will take place in Kilbrin on uh, October the 14th now I'll be back to you again with more information on that match it's a couple of weeks ahead of us with uh, venue and Times and other details but it's going ahead anyway on the 14th for Kilbrin and that'll be our next qualifying match so I'll come back to you next week, with some details on that. Thank you very much, John.
2: Thank you very much indeed to Mr Philip Cotter, PRO Cork East, and great to see that despite the cancellation on Wednesday, later on on Wednesday, and uh, the terrible storms, etc., that you did manage to compete. There were certainly some ploughing on Wednesday, and uh, against all the winds and odds and everything, you did... Uh, carry on at least uh, some ploughing on Wednesday so Philip we look forward to details of the upcoming match and we'll broadcast that but congratulations to all those brave souls who kept ploughing on Wednesday all
5: the competitions detailed for Wednesday winter hit actually which was great but there was a bit of turbulence but everybody stayed out and got the job done and you know that's great
2: the cancellation was a pity, but nonetheless, you're well used to braving the elements, and it was great to see that all the ploughing did, in fact, manage to go ahead before the cancellation oh, yeah, yeah. on Wednesday. So, and I,
5: I, I suppose, John, it's a bad wind, it don't blow good for someone, so a lot of the people that were sitting in cars and that, and waiting for the stands to open on Wednesday, and when the stands didn't open, they got in, and they went to look at the ploughing, and some of those people might have known, so they might not have gone to the ploughing had the stands been opened, so there was a few extra spectators went out to the and and that account, you know.
2: Philip, thank you very much indeed. And we look forward now to the next match when you give us the details then next, next week. week.
5: Next week, I'll be back to you with other details because the thing hasn't been finalised for venue on time. So I'll be back to you with more information and we'll be kicking off a new year then fairly consistently each week after that.
2: Thanks a minute, Philip. Thank you. Ploughing on the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme on C103 Cork. With John O'Connor. Joining us on the Dairy Gold uh, Farm Talk program, Mr. Richard White,
6: PRO Cork
2: West Ploughing Association. Richard, welcome to the program. Very eventful ploughing championships uh, 2018. Uh,
6: yes, thank you, John. Um, the All Ireland finals have just been held in very difficult and stormy conditions. Uh, but in spite of this, the West Cork team had a very good results. On day one, first prize for James O'Sullivan in the under 21 senior section. In the intermediate section, there was first for Keaton Corkley and second for Jim Grace in the class of 28 competitors. George Kirby was placed second in the under 28 tractor class. Shane McCarthy was placed third in the under 40 horse section. And Conor O'Farrell was placed fourth in the under 28 reversible class. On Wednesday morning, Windstorm Alley was causing widespread destruction in the trade stand area, deploying wind ahead very much on the sheltered side of the hill at Craigan, very much unaffected by the occasional gusts of wind and actually under ideal plowing, plowing conditions underfoot. Park West, Keanu Harrington was placed third in the market class. There was a major win with Rachel O'Driscoll placed first in the framework class. Lemo O'Driscoll and George Oakley were chosen in the top ten in the senior reversible class to plow one Thursday's test match. And Kieran Copley and Jim Grace were chosen in the top 10 in the senior conventional class for Thursday's test match. Uh, Thursday's t- test match started in quite a number of second placings. Um, Gordon Jennings was placed second in the vintage single for a mounted tractor class. Uh, Ellen Lyon was placed second in the senior novice class. Pardig Welsh got second in the standard three for a reversible class. And Adrian Grace was placed uh, second in the under 25 uh, Lloyd class, Lloyd digging class. Now, the test match results over the two days, Wednesday and Thursday, were as follows. I suppose in the senior reversible class, first was John Whalen of Wexford, second, Dan Donnelly of Wexford, third, Brian Mahon of Offaly, fourth, Tom Donnelly of Wicklow, uh, fifth, Lee Mo Driscoll, West. 6th, the Kelly of Offaly, and 7th, George Coakley of Corkwest. And in the two, senior two-for-a-class, in first place was Eamon Tracy of Carlow, 2nd was Martin Keogh of Wexford, 3rd was Kieran Coakley of Corkwest, 4th uh, was Frank Cullen of Wexford, 5th uh, was, sixth, fifth was uh, Christopher Carton of Westmead, 6th uh, was Gary Sims of Donegal, and 7th was Jim Grace of Corkwest. Uh, so yet again, we have John Whelan and Eamon Tracy who will be traveling to the world of plowing representing the Republic of Ireland, which it's being held in Minnesota, USA, on next August. And um, in the senior conventional 2 a class, we'll have Martin Kew of, Wex- of Wexford and Kieran Corkley of Cork West representing Ireland at next year's event. So um, I'd like to thank uh, Tim Leaklong Association, for organising transport and finance for the team to Dale Ireland. I would like to thank the lorry owners and drivers who helped provide the transport for the team. And I would like to thank our County Chairman, Kim Cohen, and our County Secretary, Michael Welsh, for their role in coordinating and organising the transport. I would like to thank our team sponsor, Michael Ryan, of Max Oil, who has once again kitted out the team for Dale Ireland. And I would like to thank all those who sponsored local matches here in West Cork given the continued good results that is being achieved at the All-Ireland. It's certainly a very fruitful exercise. Do you
2: think that despite the disaster on Wednesday, the weather-related uh, cancellation of uh, Wednesday, that nonetheless uh, ploughing had gone ahead for part of Wednesday? Special congratulations and a special mention to the Queen of the Plough, I believe, Miss Rachel O'Driscoll.
6: That's right. She has a very great achievement. I suppose she, she's, um, she's been there there the about a few occasions, coming second. Uh, she finally made the breakthrough and, and everybody was really delighted for her. And I suppose we also had um, Kevin Coakley having a very good All-Ireland. Uh, he's been, he was playing under 28 up to last year. This was his first year intermediate and he won it as his first attempt. And he also made um, third place in the Test match which will give him a trip to the European Championships.
2: Thank you very much indeed, Mr. Richard White, P.R.O. Cork West Ploughing Association, for those results and for your cooperation right through the whole year. Thank you, Richard, very much indeed. Thank you very much, John. You're very welcome. Muskerry Macra Firma, in association with IFAC Accountants and Macra Agricultural Skillnet, will be holding a talk entitled Growing Irish Agriculture in an Uncertain Future. The talk is taking place on next Friday, 28th of September, at 7.30pm sharp in the Abbey Hotel, Ballyvorne. Speakers will include Mr Michael Creed, Minister for Agriculture, Food and the Marine, Mr Pat Dillon, Head of Animal and Grassland Programme at Chagas, Mr Brian Den, Partner at IFAC Accountants, and also Mr Michael Doran, Chairperson of ICBF Board. The talk will be chaired by Mr Alan Jago, agri Vice Chair and Makra Past President. The event is open to the public and light refreshments will be served. In the midweek edition of the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme, we have a long pre-recorded interview with Mr. Alan Toomey, Musgrave Makra chairman, regarding this upcoming talk and some Makra objectives. A tillage seminar is being held at Curran Mart for Moy on Wednesday, 26th of September at 7.30pm. Topics, Grain Markets, Pat Farrell, Secretary, IFA Grain Committee, Autumn Weed Control and Agronomy, Kieran Collins, Tillage Specialist, 2018 Harvest Review, Profit Monitor Results 2017, Eamon Lynch, Tillage Advisor, Autumn Cereal Varieties, Michael McCarthy, Tillage Advisor. A KT Quality Assurance Origin Green information event is being held in conjunction with B and Chagask. They are co-hosting a farm walk in East Cork highlighting the value of the Quality Assurance Scheme and Origin Green to farmers and food buyers. Topics covered Origin Green, Quality Assurance Audits, Farm Safety Requirements, information on export markets. The host farm will be Michael and David Hartnett, Ballymonas, Whitegate, County Cork, P55PAO3. The date, September 26th, from 3 pm to 5 pm. This is a Department of Agriculture, Food and the Marine approved KT knowledge transfer event for beef farmers and for sheep farmers. More information available from Damien Murray, Board Bia, at 086 0455467. Or from Ruth Fennell, 87 960 or Miss Liz Duffy at 87 967 And that's on September the 26th, between 3 and 5 p.m., on the farm of Michael and David Hartnett, Ballymonas. Ballinacarraga Vintage Threshing Event in Aid of Cancer Connect Services, scheduled for today, Saturday, September 22nd, has had to be cancelled, unfortunately, due to the weather forecast. It's now been rescheduled for next Saturday, September 29th. Joining us on the Dairy Gold Farm Talk programme, Mr Anthony Deneen, Drystock Advisor, Chagask Codrum-McCroom. First of all, Anthony, before we discuss our main topics, I understand you have details of a KT Quality Assurance Origin Green information event and some other very important upcoming events. So, details of those upcoming events, Anthony.
7: Well, the first one I'd like to outline is, is a livestock seminar that's being held in Skibbereen, March, on Monday the 24th of September. staff uh, staff at 8 o'clock, and this meeting... Is organised uh, sort of by Travis in association with the IFA and Cogmats, and I suppose it's on Monday, 24 to 8 p.m. On the night, uh, topics will include uh, cattle breeding. I suppose very importantly, um, efficient production, um, markets or uh, market outlook. And I suppose on the night as well, Travis staff will be available um, to ca- to do uh, fodder budgets with, 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 with people. I suppose uh, the, the fodder is going to be as you mentioned. It is going to be important. Um, into the, the winter of, of 2018, the spring of 2019. So, Travis staff will be available on the night to do those. So, again, just to repeat again that first meeting, it's a livestock seminar in Skibbereen, Mart, on Monday the 24th, starting at 8pm. I suppose, the, 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 the other event, I suppose another event that I'd like to highlight, John, I suppose, is uh, a, a, an event highlighting the, quali- the, the value of quality assurance um, the, the Quality Assurance Scheme, the Bia Quality Assurance Scheme and the Orange and Green, um, but what importance it is to farmers and, and to food buyers. what so this event is organised by, by Chavis and, and Um The event takes place next Wednesday, the 26th of September. Um, meeting starts at 3 o'clock and it's on the farm of Michael and David Hartnett, Bellymanis, Whitegate. Um, air code for, for, for the farm, P25PA. 03. And it was on the day, John, the topics that we covered are certain topics such as uh, obviously origin and green and the quality assurance audits, uh, the audits that take place on the farms. And it was also we will try and cover farm sa- safety requirements and information on export markets of cattle and sheep. Note, this event is a KT, a Department of Agriculture Knowledge Transfer KT approved event for both enterprises, beef and sheep. Um. So, again, just to, just to repeat, the, the meeting is on Wednesday, the 26th September, uh, 3, 3 o'clock, on the farm of Michael and David Hartnett, Whitegate. Um, and again, if you want more information, contact the Chamber's office in, in Middleton, Ruth Finland, or Liz Duffy, there, we'll, we'll, we'll fill you on in, in any more information there.
2: That sounds fine, Anthony. Now, coming to workshops, I understand there's also an options uh, workshop happening in Skibbereen in October. Yeah,
7: so there's an options workshop um, going to be held in the West Cork Hotel in Skibreen. Again, this this workshop will be held over two days, um, two Wednesdays, uh, the 24th and the 31st of October. Um, I suppose over two days there will be presentations um, from different speakers, including the local enterprise office and Corner Hulán, and they'll be going through with us the, 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 the areas where funding is available. Uh, so there will also be presentations from local food producers and some alternative enterprises there. And also, there will be CAMA specialists there giving um, in, in, in the areas of horticulture and organics, um, giving presentations there. So, look, um, two days, the 24th and twenty first of October, two different Wednesdays. And as so I if you want any more information there, contact the Sharma's office in Macroom 026 41604. Um, this will be advertised locally as well, and as I well to reiterate, this is a free of charge event. There's no charge on on, on these workshops, and, and again, it is open to any member of the public. And look, if you want more information, come back to the Chavis office there in McCroom, 02641604. There's just one or two more events Joe, that that, that, are, that are coming up as well, John, in, in the next few months. A Chavis Green Search course is going to be started, so anyone interested, I suppose it will be... Uh, a part-time approach, I suppose, and it, it is open to people that are over twenty-three. Um, if you want more information, there, maybe come back to the Shavas office in Muckrow as well. Zero two six four one six zero four. So that's for the Shavas for students, um, for potential students um, that can do the course on a part-time, the Green course on a part-time basis. And um, if you want more information, come back to Muckrow office there. Um, the other thing, I suppose, you know, uh, you want to just that there are health and safety courses that are ongoing in, in, the, in the county. Um, that have been delivered in the areas, I suppose, especially on um, farmer health and safety. And again, come back to your local family's office, um, uh, ask their advisors there on when the next um, courses are coming up in your area but those health and safety courses are being held in the different offices. So I'll come back to the local office there.
2: Turning to the Beef Data Genomic Programme, the BDGP, a couple of deadlines coming up. Could you remind our listeners about those deadlines in connection with the BDGP programme? Yeah.
7: Look, I suppose there are a couple of deadlines coming up there. And as recently, farmers should have received, and if they have not, Come back to ourselves, so we can investigate, or I'll go back to ICBF for the Department of Agriculture. But they should have got a letter out from ICBF outlining um, how to complete their 2017 cap Navigator. Uh, this carbon Navigator, I suppose, um, can it be completed on a paper form, or can it be done online um, you, you, through, through her plus on the ICBF um, system? Um, the information, I suppose, there's three sorts of different sections that 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 are covered in, 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 in that farm, in the carbon navigator farm. Um, one, the lint of grazing, they need to fill up some details there on when cattle are turned out and when they're housed for both the the, the cows and the yearlings, soft cows and the yearlings. I saw also information on nitri- nitrogen usage, um, so how much can is used, how the total ton can and the total ton of urea that was used in 2017 and also then the total tons of concentrates of ration that was fed in 2017 third area there that, that that we need information on is slurry and farm air, farm manure management. Um, so we, we the the how much uh, slurry and farm manure is spread in, in spring, summer, and autumn, um, and that that form has to be filled in, has to be completed no later than the 10th of September. So That's coming very very quickly now. So uh, and that's for the carbon navigator for 2017 has to be sent in um, before the 10th of September 2018. Um, so don't delay. Um, make sure to contact your if you, if you need any help make sure to come back to your local travel supervisor and contact the local office there, uh, and, and they'll put you right. I suppose the other one under the the, the BDGP that's coming up, the, the Beef Data Genomics Programme, um, by the 31st of October, farmers, participants are required to have 20% uh, of, of their females, four or five star, uh, by that date, 31st of October, um, 2018. Um, again, the number is based on, on, on your reference number that you had number of eligible females on your farm. Um, so, look, uh, Travis, was our ICBF have um, sent out uh, an eligibility report to farmers outlining their own situation on that date. Um, and now that we're in September, so if uh, farmers are unsure on, on on their own situation, come back to ourselves in Travis, contact your dry stock advisor, and discuss how you are, how your own herd is. And look, if you're meeting that 20% um requirement or not and, and what options you have if you're not what can you do about
2: it thank you anthony mr anthony Deneen, dry stock advisor with the Chagosk office in Codrum, mccroom the full interview with anthony will be broadcast on the midweek edition of the dairy gold farm talk program after the 10 o'clock news on this coming wednesday evening and that's our program for this morning i'm john o'connor Thanks to John Foot on Controls. And as always, a very special thank you to you, the listener, for tuning in. Have an enjoyable weekend and thanks for listening.
1: Farm Talk with Dairy Gold Quality Feeds, trusted by generations
0: of farmers. Dairy Gold Quality Feeds, putting your animal nutrition needs first.